Welcome to Hammer Down, Down, number one sports gambling podcast show on YouTube as well. Coming to you live from the PMI offices. I am Tone Diggs. Pat will be joining us. Canadian sensation, Bubba Gumpino. How are you, sir? Great, Tony. How are we doing today? Incredible. That babe. Incredible. Good, good hat, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I got a brand new hat. It feels really good. And on the phone, via FaceTime, former NFL GM, host of the Lombardi line, GM Shuffle Pod, subscribe to the Daily Coach, Michael Lombardi. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Did you watch the uh, Nick Sirianni press conference? Um, I did. I did. Uh, what were your thoughts? I haven't really watched the whole thing. I've been getting a bunch of texts from people. It, it, they, they spent nine days preparing him for oh, this. So he's not a great speaker. How did he get the job? It appears he had marbles in his mouth, Mike. Well, I, I get being a little nervous doing your first press conference as your head coach. I get that. I get that. Um, this is this is all goes back to what you've been saying all along, though, Mike. They just want a, a puppet coach, more or less, someone they can tell what to do, right? It seems like that. You know, obviously, to me, part of leadership. So there's four areas of leadership you got to be really good at, and you can say you're you're intimidated from the media, but it relates to leadership. So the first area is called management of attention. You basically are able to to, to say, "Here's my plan." The second area. Is the second area is management of first area is management of meaning means you've got a plan. The second area is management of attention. I can capture your attention explaining my plan. It's really critical, right? The third area is management of self, which you've got to manage yourself, your ego, and all the things that are related decision making. And then management of trust is you've got to build the trust between yourself and the players or the people you're leading that you're consistent. Was this in the TED talk? Sounds like the TED talk. Sounds like the TED talk. Huh, Mike? It sounds like the TED Talk there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that was my TED Talk. Yeah. But that, that that is exactly what you can't fail is the management of attention. Yeah. Pat, Pat, That's, we talked about a little bit on Pat's show. What's that? Uh, Sirianni's uh, kickoff. Hey, we'll remember Motor City Dan's because of the kneecaps. We'll remember Adam Gase's at the Jets because of the eyeballs. And for Sirianni's, we'll remember... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not do a good job of getting his point across about what the team was going to do. No doubt. And that's what he has to do. That's So Al Davis used to tell me all the time, look, whenever you talk to those guys, oh, fuck, when you, when you talk to the media, <laughs> you're talking to three people. You're talking to the players, uh-huh. you're talking to the owner, and you're talking the message you want to deliver to the fans unfiltered. So you got to have that written down on a piece of paper, what you want to project to them. That's got to, That's why he spent nine days rehearsing for this press conference. Do you think it was an accident? They just waltzed him out? I mean, they took Marina Oswald. It took her 90 days before they let her meet with the media down in Dallas after the assassination. This guy took nine days. They wanted to prep him. They've been prepping him. Hey, how about Casario then? Let's talk about the prepping. His, him, have you guys already talked about it? No. Nope. Nope. Him coming out and leading off that presser today and basically saying, before we get anything, I want to let you know we are have no interest in trading the player. That was all prep. The, every word that he said there, we should take very seriously. And he's talking to Deshaun there, don't you think? No doubt. He's talking to Deshaun's agent because he knows that Deshaun's agent has is, is been the ins driving this thing. I mean, that has been the public. That has been the, the PR behind this. And so he had to address it. Since the agent chooses to negotiate through the media, he decided to use that platform and tell his player, look, 
And then the re- and everybody said, well, he's just bluffing. No, as I said yesterday, he doesn't have to bluff. He's got money on his side. Yeah, they haven't returned one call on Watson either, Mike. How immature is that? Like, how immature is it? If you have a problem, right, you can't take your you can't take your toys and go home. If you have a problem and you and you signed a contract with this team 145 days ago, it was the same owner. Hopkins was traded before you signed the contract. The owner was the same. Everything something happened in those 145 days. If you're not willing to come in and explain it, then you're just forcing my hand to basically back me into a corner and I'm not going to react. They, they think this pressure is going to force him to trade. I disagree. I think the pressure forces them to be hard in their position. Yeah, because it's not friendly negotiation. Because you're not being mature about it. You're not coming to the table and saying, what do we have to do? I'm here. Return my phone call. Who, who behaves like that? Children, Mike. Children. Well, that's right. well, or somebody that doesn't want a situation to change at all. Like, he doesn't want it to I don't want to hear it. Like, I, I don't want to get talked into why Nick Casario is awesome. I don't want to hear. I don't even want to hear it. Maybe that's why. But if that's the case, then there is a little bit of a thought that, oh, we could talk to this guy and we could change it a little bit, you know? That, that's why I think they know Deshaun's a pretty – I mean, he's got a reputation of being a good kid. I'm sure that if they talk to him, he'll probably. But here's the, here's the question. If things were so bad – why did you sign that extension 145 days ago? You're the agent. You had to sign that too. Well, Easterby, I think is we're in a much different time now. I believe with the Easterby relationship, right? He was there, but he was there too. But I don't think you know, he had I mean, his. He was there too. So was he at his? No, because I mean, was still there. Maybe he wasn't. But let's talk about it, right? I'm not saying I can offer solutions. I'm saying let's talk about it. Was Bill O'Brien the only thing holding this organization <laughs> together? It seems like it, right? Right. Hey, he's probably one of the ones who wants his uh, side of the story heard, huh? He hasn't said a word. Maybe. Well, Maybe. you know now where that article, a lot of this stuff comes mm-hmm. from the article. You can see where this is all coming from, which it had to be. It oh, had to be somebody okay, gotcha. marquee, somebody that, had, somebody that was involved. The interesting thing here is, because whenever the alleged revolt happened on the practice field with JJ and Billy O and all that stuff, I wonder if what actually had happened was maybe something like that did happen. And then maybe Billy O was like, I don't know what you guys want me to do. Okay. I, I agree with you. I also got this going on here. You know, like what if that's what happened? And that's why he was fired the next Monday because of what he, you know what I mean? And then maybe we were a little bit too harsh on old Billy O'Brien when maybe a lot of things were out of his control and maybe he was being general manager like we were talking about earlier because he didn't want Easterby or somebody else. He's like, oh, I I should do this and maybe I'd be the, you know what I mean? Maybe Billy O'Brien was put in a terrible position and I guess we'll never ever find out probably. I mean, he took this team to the playoffs. Playoffs? Like a year ago, right? They were up 24 nothing with with this much dysfunction, right? I mean, seriously, yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) Look, I think, Look, I think what Nick would do, and I would tell Nick this, you have to be, since nobody's behaving like adults in the room, you act like one. That makes sense. That makes sense. Be- what? Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I had sound something else. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. What was it, sorry. What was it on? Sorry. Uh, just the, why, why would the, Mike, why would the Eagles release that Roseman had c- complete control over the roster right before that press conference? I, I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody knows he does. 
I mean, there's no you're going to give a 39 year old guy who's never called plays uh, the roster control. What's happening in the NFL, dude? It, that, well, I mean, it's it's all being manipulated by subcontracting. Like we're just it's gonna we're just gonna look at an elite few teams here who know how to run a team, and and then just everything else is just a complete mess. Mike always says you only really got to beat eight ten teams. You only got to. We should make t shirts up. We're only competing. <laughs> I, I mean, when I worked in the league, we had t shirts. We're only competing against eight. That was <laughs> and Walsh told me that when there was twenty eight teams in the league. Now there's thirty two, and you're only competing against eight. It's it's and it even if those teams that have no the organization seems to never have a chance. Even if they start hot or have a glister, it's like. Something's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Something's going to, and it just, it like, by the way, shout out to Cleveland, potentially changing that entire narrative. But as Cleveland leaves that space, other teams are going ahead and filling the role. We'll fuck it all up. We'll mm-hmm. do it. We'll be the team that messes things up for eternity now. I don't understand right. at the highest well, level how that happens. You know, like there's well, a lot of things that happen. What I was, yeah, there's always going to be one team that spikes up and has a good year, but they can't sustain it because they can't handle success. So, you know, and, and us, you and I know, Pat, from being there, success is way harder to handle oh. than losing. Way harder. The contentness. Players want to get paid. Coaches can't. want to get paid. Everybody feels entitled. It's the Pat Riley disease of me. And, it, and people get content. Yep. And there's contentment. All right. With these last 10 minutes, let's switch our attention to the Super Bowl. We shall. It's about a week away. Almost. Mike, have you? What have you got from the film? So I think this is really a game about second down. I, I think oh. Brady has to be really good on second down. I think if you're gonna, if you first of all, is that because you can't, you can't, you can't worry about time of possession. You got to worry about first downs. Okay, controlling the ball doesn't be any good because they can score too fast. But you got to get first downs. That's the mistake Buffalo made. Buffalo was trying to control the ball. They didn't get first downs. You got to get first downs. So, one, I think the cadence is going to be really important in this game if you're Tom Brady. And here's why. Because Brady needs to be able to start the cadence and he needs to watch Matthau and Sorensen and see where they're doing. He needs to figure out the disguise of the defense. And then he's got to let that play clock go all the way down. Pat, when we used to play – Peyton Manning, we used to basically wanted to line up in a defense called statues where you lined up in a cover two shell and you never moved a goddamn inch. (laughs) Okay? Can't give it away. You moved. He knew where you were going. And he could read what you were doing. And when the play cock got under four seconds, you started to move to where you needed to go. Same thing in this game. And then I think this. Hey, hold on. I have a question for you. When Bill, how'd you guys think of that? Because that seems like the most basic thing of all time. Well, he'll be able to get a read on if you guys don't disguise. He'll be able to pick you apart because you'll be able to figure it out. Well, fuck it. Let's not give him anything to, to do. Well, how are we going to be able to do that? Let's have everybody just stand still until there's four seconds left on a play clock. Then you can move. Is that, is that how, like, how do you get to that point in the conversation? That's like, it seems because so you simple. Because you couldn't fuck him up because it got to the point after playing him so much, you couldn't fuck him up. He was too good at figuring out. You know, the corner playing man cheated inside just a tad, and he fucking knew it. You know? <laughs> you, know? you know, and he got it. So you're like, just stand still there. Line up a line this way like you're an offense. You play off, you play defense like they play offense. They're static. See, and the advantage you had was he never motioned. Remember, they never really uh, – basically, Marvin Harrison lived his life like, what, one yard inside the numbers or maybe on top of the number? I mean, think about it. He never moved. 
Okay, sorry about that, but get, we can get back to the – sorry about that. So, anyway, that then I think the other thing is they've got to be able to win sec- second down. So, Kansas City's the 30th worst team in the National Football League defensively in allowing you to convert first downs and second down. But they're 17th on third down defense. This can't be a third down game. you got to move the ball, work the play clock, and win on two downs. Huh. you got to block Chris Jones. you got to have a multitude of two-point plays – and I think then it gives you a chance to win the game. You can't punt in the second half. Hey, I'm happy we dialed that in a little bit. Punting, okay, but in critical times, yeah. you can't punt. Can't you cannot punt. punt. you got to have 16 two-point plays. When we played Atlanta in the Super Bowl, we had a bunch of two-point plays because we thought we were going to blow them out and we needed them to convert a, a, an eight, a 19-point lead to a 21-point lead or, you know, make a 12-point lead 14, right? Seriously, that's why. And the game flipped. That's what you have to do in this game. That's hilarious. Well, we want to make it a full three scores. Golly, the foresight there. And then, obviously, the two-point conversion becomes relatively important. That's just It just works out, huh, up there? It just seems to work out up there in New England. What's that? Seems like things just work out for you guys up there in New England. For in a New England? Well, our preparation works out. I mean, you got to break the game down. Look, they got to go after Ward 35. He's their worst corner. That's the guy we got to go after, right? Make him double move. He leads the team in penalties. He's had 12 holding calls throughout the season. You got to make him make, you got to make him have a fucking day. You got to wear his ass out, right? And then they're the worst tackling team. They're 30th in the league in yards after catch allowed. You got to make them t- make tackles. And well, you've got to be Gronk. able, the most critical is you got to figure out Spagnola. you got to figure out what he's doing and make an adjustment. Look for To your, I assume what we're going to talk about here on the side of the thing, mm-hmm. I was just looking at Gronk over-under, mm-hmm. is it 29 and a half yards? Same what he was last game. I feel like I'm hammering the over there because it's Super Bowl, it's they Gronk. They cover him in the last game, Patrick. They didn't cover him. He went down the seam. They tried to play two. Brady caught him down the seam. He had a big game the last time they played. Tom recently, though, hasn't. He only, they only looked at him one time against Green Bay, and it was that fucking screen pass, and he went over for 28. I, I think this is all matchup, Tone. I think you got to go after him. I think this you got to force Sorensen to try to cover him. Sorensen can't cover him. You know, the problem is where is Ward? If we knew where Ward's going to be, like there's no way they're putting Ward on, on, on Mike Evans. They know Ward's not very good. So, you know, I think what's Antonio Brown's number? I really think what is uh, – Godson's number, I would go over on that. Chris Godwin? Yep. Godson. Mike, did you know, and I found this interesting uh, stat this week that I heard, Brady has only scored three points in the first quarter in nine of his in, – in not all nine Super Bowls combined, he's only scored three points in the first quarter. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, the one in – remember the one in Los Angeles? He threw the interception. I mean, not the one in L.A., but against the Rams, he threw the interception. Against – you know, we started slow against Seattle. We had to get teams tired. I think I think conditioning will matter in this game too. Do you think the heat and humidity will bother Kansas City? <sighs> Tyreek Hill runs seven miles a game, and no doubt. He runs all over, and it's never even talked about. On the they're like, oh, they had Tyreek in motion here. He never stops running for four hours. It's unbelievable. I assume they have the the tracker on him. It is why he he is unbelievable, unbelievable door uh, stamina. And and he's got the strongest hands in all of football. When he those ball hits his hands, they don't it doesn't move his wrist. Mike, my question to you is with that Brady stat, was that a Bill thing or is that a Tom starting slow thing? Well, I think it was a feeling out thing. 
I think it was probably, you know, one thing about this game with two weeks to prepare, you prepare for A and you get B, you got to adjust. And remember that Seattle game we played, they were fresh in the defensive line. We couldn't block them at the beginning of the game. Okay. I'm asking that because with that information, will Tom Brady throw a first quarter touchdown, which he has never done in any of his Super Bowls? It's, it's a little juice, minus 195, but. Something. I mean, I would be inclined to say yes to this because they have to. You, you. That's the other thing. I don't think you can go a quarter without scoring points. That's a boost, you said, or just a bet? Just a bet. Will Tom Brady throw a first quarter touchdown? There's a lot of yes/no bets in the Super Bowl, which I love. Me too. Tails, by the way, we're going. What's the right. What's the bet for Chris Jones getting a sack? Let me find that. You feel good about that? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, because Stinney can't block him. I think that's how you say his name. And they're going to put Chris yeah. Jones. They're going to make. How about this, guys? Brendan Daly, the defensive line coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. He worked with us in New England in, in 14. He won a Super Bowl in 14. He won a Super Bowl in 16. He won a Super Bowl in 18, right? Mm-hmm. And then he won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs in 19. He's got four Super Bowl rings in the last, what, six years? He's been, a, he's been to nothing less than a conference championship game. Chris Jones. He knows, he knows how to attack Brady inside. He'll put Chris Jones on their worst lineman. He usually shows up in big games too, Mike. Chris Jones is not on the uh, prop list yet. I assume that'll come out next week. As far as there's no defensive players um, on the list yet, Mike. Yeah, I was looking at some. I was looking at some other ones. Then, um, Pat, we talked about this last year. No touchback. It was on a 17 and two run. It's currently minus 280. I assume because of that. What they think that it's. My, oh yeah, yeah. The no. The no is minus 280 on the touchback opening kickoff. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's a brand new football. It, it actually doesn't even get touched. Then you put it on the, the tee and you kick it. You go, oh, everybody on earth is watching this. And it's the worst possible ball I've ever kicked in my entire life because as soon as it's done, they take it out and they send it right to Canton. Were you aware of that, Mike? What's that? The uh, the first or the no touchback on the first kickoff, 17 and 2. Pat explained it to us last year, actually, because the, the ball's not broken in at all. It's brand new. It's brand new football. Wow. Yeah, I noticed that whenever I went out there to kick off, they handed me the thing, and I was like, this is the worst football I've ever seen in my entire life. It might as well be a trophy (laughs) with the way it looks or whatever. And uh, I kick it off. I come over to uh, the sideline and talk to the equipment manager who gets 30 minutes to break into ball before games or whatever, and he was like, bud, it goes to Canton. Bud, it goes to Canton. Sorry. I was like, yeah, it's stunk. I mean, I'm happy it didn't go 10 yards, but it's going to be tough for somebody to slaughter that ball through the end zone. But Harrison Bucker could do it. Mike, what are the quarterbacks as far as getting sacked? Because I looked quarterback to be sacked first. Mahomes is minus 125, and Brady is plus 100. And with what you were talking about with Chris Jones there, and I feel like Mahomes has a really good innate ability not yeah. to get sacked. Not that Brady doesn't too. but tackle, He's going to get rid of the ball quick. I don't see him getting sacked first. I see it's all Brady. I like the yeah, I like the value on Brady there too at plus a hundred. You boys at the table seeing any props that you like? I've just put in like four I saw parlay. you did. That's I put in four parlays here. Travis Kelsey two two or more touchdowns plus three seventy. Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown scorer. That feels good. It's in a parlay, so I can't see the exact odds. Let me get back to that. But oh. like, I think playoff Lenny's going to go. Mike Sue's Gumpy's bet because. Did Kelsey go off? I know I know. Ty, Tyreek Hill went off in the first game. Did Kelsey have a good one too? I think Kelsey's got to have a good one here. <laughs> I think that I would go with Kelsey on an over because I think they have to double Hill. 
Yeah, because they don't want to give up 250 yards again to him. Yep. All right, I got to run this Boston Monday. We'll talk to you Monday, Mike. Hey, Mike. See you, Mike. Have a good weekend. We'll go over more props because I think over the weekend, FanDuel's releasing There's so many the hundreds of their props. The, Scotty Miller plus 380. The money line total points parlay is good, too. You can get the Chiefs money line and over 56.5 at plus 200. Pat, I wanted to go through these with you after Mike got off. Um, that is plus 194 there. Fucking A. Tommy Townsend over two and a half punts for the game. Over under two and a half punts for the game. Over. Minus 170, which it's is not terrible. Minus 170? Yeah. Under two and a half is plus 135. Tommy Townsend longest punt over under 54 and a half. Ooh, I don't know. Shortest is over under 32 and a half. Does he have a tendency to shank one? Pooch. Oh, yeah, you're right. Chiefs minus five and a half plus 120. What was it? Chiefs minus five and a half plus 120. Oh, alternate spread. Really? Yeah. You have that much faith in the Chiefs? Huh? I Against would, Tom fucking Brady, dude? I would even go Chiefs minus eight and a half plus 200. On the other hand, Pat, Bradley Pinion's over under three and a half. <clears throat> His is also 54 and a half, 32 and a half for shortest. I think they're going to be aggressive. I'm not sure they're going to punt a lot. They have to be. Yeah, I think so. I think Bruce knows that too. Well, in last last week, they had like eight seconds left, and it was fourth and something, and Tom Brady was fucking on the side. <laughs> and they said, get back out there, and they threw a touchdown on that play. So, Six and a half is the over-under for punts for the game, which I would lean under there. I don't know. Sometimes, like, the, the, Super, Super Bowls, Bowls do get start tight. slow. Yeah. yeah, Super Bowls get real tight, real tight at the beginning, real tight. What other I I like looking at because Andy Reid knows that he torched this defense last time. I'm thinking about taking the Daryl Williams under for rushing, Ceh under for rushing. Couldn't find Lev Bell because he's probably going to be a healthy scratch. But um, oh jeez, for under and rushing, you just can't help yourself. Huh? <laughs> It's always, just, it's always about you. It's always about you. I was just you. reporting information. It's always yeah. about you. I just don't see the Chiefs running a lot. You think Patrick Mahomes will have two plus passing touchdowns then in each half? In each, each half. half. That's plus 480 right now. Maybe. I don't know. They do, they do do some different things on the goal line. Yeah, a lot of shovels, but maybe some runs too, you know? I do like the – I know Mike says they have to throw touchdowns in the first quarter. Or they have to score in the first quarter. But if Brady's only scored three points in nine Super Bowls, in the first, I think I may take the – the Tampa under on everything for the first quarter. Unless unless that was a Bill thing. Yeah, it might have been Josh McDaniels thing, I mean. Could. Yeah. Um Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady to have three hundred plus passing yards each. That seems since their over unders are both over three hundred, I think. Plus two ten. That's right now on uh in the parlay props featured section of FanDuel. That seems like a tasty little that's, yeah, I just I just hammered it. Yeah. I think uh, Patty cool. Mahomes at basically even money for MVP. Like if they win, he's most likely going to be the MVP. Yeah, they just paid him half a billion dollars. Yeah, Mike Evans anytime yeah. touchdown is plus one twenty five. Gronk is plus two twenty as well. Oh yeah, that Gronk anytime touchdown score for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't hate Cameron Brait at uh, plus two sixty either. Gotta remember Gronk in the Super Bowl. Yeah, makes plays. He did. When Tom needs a play, he normally looks towards Big 87. 
I think if AB's healthy, they'll probably try a lot of those quick screens if uh, Chiefs care yards after catch on tackles. That's right? what I was looking for the AB yards. It's not up here. There's a nah, they those are like they said. I think those will go up next week. A lot more of them. Um, one that I guess is, has a lot of value over the years is for the prop for result of first pass attempt for Mahomes complete is minus two hundred, incomplete is plus one fifty five. And taking the incomplete, I guess, has paid out over the years, even though you would think that they would dial up something easy to get the game started. Brady is plus 145 incomplete and minus 185 to complete first pass of the game. He's going to throw a screen to somebody. That's what, that's what, that's what I, that, in my head, that's why I don't take this bet because I always think they just are going to do that. Because you always hear, like, get them in a rhythm. Yeah. Get them in a rhythm. Especially in here. Two pretty good coaches. Definitely have a play on the act, getting the actual score because you can get, like, Chiefs twenty four twenty is plus ten thousand correct score. Twenty four twenty sounds like a game. Like it's worth the sprinkle, right? How about thirty one twenty seven. That'll. Be, I mean, any of these thirty one twenty seven plus seventeen thousand. Yeah, all right, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the stuff like that in. is worth the sprinkle, right? Yeah. You know uh, there's I mean? a, the Super Bowl is great for sprinkling everywhere. Yeah. There's so much to gamble on. Tails is hitting. Go ahead and hammer that. They're going to have the red Gatorade over there. Go ahead and hammer I that. I love the uh, over under two and a half for uh, players that will attempt to pass. Oh, there will probably be a trick play somewhere. Will there be a trick pass? I think there will be. Yeah. Tends to be. Does Bruce Was Bruce always a fan of fakes? Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh. Aggressive. He's just aggressive. That was always in play when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl because he knew Edelman. I think it was. I think it was actually three and a half when they played the Rams because the Rams were running a lot of that stuff. Too. AB has thrown passes in his career. I know. I'm aware of. I think Godwin has fake punt, fake field goal, right? Maybe Chiefs. I think Sammy Watkins has thrown a pass. Kelsey's thrown a pass. Hey, you can't you can't leave any bullets in the chamber. This Not in the it. Super Bowl. This no, is no, it. No, no, no. I mean, Do this or is die. it. This is it. This is all we got. Now we go. Now we go. We all bet right. on everything. Hey, we bet on everything. <laughs> everything. I normally have up to 30, maybe 35 bets on this game. I just put in four parlays already, <laughs> and I will forget about them when? Tonight? Yeah. I won't even know. As soon as we walk out of this room. Almost hit for 40 I, grand last night. Well, my problem is next week you may put in the same parlay. Or against it. <laughs> depending on what comes up you know what i mean depending on how the conversation goes that's gambling baby that's gambling baby uh gump you got any basketball plays or anything tonight west virginia uh, for sure tonight who they got a dub <laughs> they are playing very good basketball right now. very good basketball right now. they just beat texas tech yeah very the buzzard uh tonight youngstown state money line over detroit wow i like the raging cajuns getting four and a half at texas state Hold on, this is a very profitable thing. People have been making a lot of money off of this. I see it on Twitter. And, I mean, I'll, I'll tweet them out. I got like 12 or 13 tonight. Ooh. 12 or 13? Iowa getting two and a half at Illinois, I like. Are those your favorites? Yeah. That's your favorite right there? Gumpy, since this is my first weekend betting in college basketball again, yeah. is there 120 games tomorrow just like there is every Saturday? Oh, yeah. It'll be uh, – that, that's Friday night right that's, there, Tone. T- when, we, when we talk about <laughs> – when we talk about waking up early no, to hunt winners. That you, I, I go the other way. I stay up all night on Friday just looking at those. Takes a, <laughs> takes a lot of time to go through 120 It's games. tough because you find like 30 or 40 you like, and then you try and bring them down, and then if they don't go right, you go back and look, well, I should have took what that What you one. do is you find 
your rhythm and if you find one thing about the game just find one thing that you that is a throwaway for the game it makes it a lot easier do you have dry erase boards at the in uh in the apartment over there no all laptop and then my notes on my phone as well do you have post-its oh yeah we get right in there <laughs> that's awesome it's i like, wish i could like see the that. big short yeah, yeah that's what hey rattle them all off bro. uh cleveland cleveland state minus three and a half home to green bay i really like that one Grand Canyon was minus three. They're now four and a half at home to New Mexico. Boise State, money line at Colorado State. UT Arlington, minus three at Arkansas State. App State, minus three and a half at Troy. Ohio, plus two and a half at Buffalo. And St. Louis getting a point and a half at Richmond. And those picks were brought to you by from deep in the mountains of Humboldt County, California. Wow. Look at you. They What's were. this? Way to go. Our this? friends at Candidate CBD, the nicotine and tobacco-free dip alternative with CBD, are launching the big game competition. Woo! Yep, football baby for our loyal listeners. That's right. They have an unbelievable offer for the first 20,000 entries for a chance to win a free tin, a free hat, sent to your house, free of charge, with no purchase necessary. Head to CandidateCBD.com slash big game and follow the easy prompts to get first dibs in the competition. Candidate CBD is proud to announce the big game challenge. Will it be the mighty chiefs hailing from the land of barbecue or, or, or will it be, or will TB 12 ride his goat in the football eternity and win one for the home crowd. The first 20,000 contest entries are eligible for a free 10 and free shipping. Where's that at? CBDMD.com. What? Candidates. Candidates. CBD. Candidates. CBD.com. Wow. First one. This is the first one. Are Candidates. You, CBD. I, are you absolutely. Missed it, missed it on Monday. Oh, my God. What? This operation. Head to CandidatesCBD.com slash big game to enter. How do you. How do you. C-A. C-A-N-N-A-D-I-P-S CBD.com slash big game. That babe told. Hey. Not my first ad read either. Yeah. Maybe your best. Won't be your maybe last. Maybe your finest, honestly. It might be your Good last for this show. Maybe your finest work. Frankfurt tomorrow. Moneyline, Bundesliga. Haven't lost in seven. They're whoa, scoring whoa, whoa. goals. I didn't know we we're doing fucking soccer bets. Hold on. These are locks. Here. They're scoring goals for fun right now. Who's this? Frankfurt. Ten goals in last three games. They got Luka Jovic back from Real Madrid. He was on loan there. Three goals in three games, and he hasn't even started yet. Hertha Berlin hasn't won in four. I'm going back to the well on AC Milan, Moneyline, Italian Serie A. They've lost two in a row, but they're getting good value at Moneyline, minus 120 against Bologna. Here we go. Come on. And then to La Liga, Sevilla, Moneyline. It's always a sweat. La Liga, Sevilla. Always gonna sweat. It's always a sweat with them. Usually 70th, 80th. They win it out. One loss in 14 in all competitions for them. So I like them money line as well. I got another eight or nine for Saturday and 10 on Sunday as well. And these aren't just shots in the dark here. These are. I, well, I've been, I've been told that, but yeah, they aren't. They're uh, they're good plays. So you have Frankfurt, Sevilla. Yep. You AC say, Milan. AC Milan. It's not even on here. Ibra. I mean, Ibra's in, right? AC Milan you like. Yeah, Syria. So how do I. And then you'll switch to Spain for Sevilla. And then you go to Germany for uh, 
Frankfurt. We're all over the map, then. Frank Frankfurt. I mean, Frankfurt is a wagon right now. That's what I've been saying this whole time. That that Jovic guy, man, he he didn't play at all for Real Madrid. He comes back. He's just banging him in the net. Just banging. Like him. he never left. Special kid. Just banging him. Hasn't even started yet. I mean, if he starts tomorrow. And then what's the third one? Frankfurt. Yeah. That's over there in Germany. Bundesliga. Eintracht Frankfurt. Three-team parlay on those is plus 549. <sighs> that's what I'm putting in right now. Tottenham getting uh, good value on a draw no don't, bet. You know what, don't minus even. 170 on hey, Sunday. Hey, don't what, even. What's Frankfurt here? There's a couple. Where are you at? Is he Germans? Should be the first one up there. It's Eintracht Frankfurt. There you go. That's the squad. Eintracht. Eintracht. Nein, Eintracht <laughs> Frankfurt. Bye, All right. Man. Here we go, dude. Let's go. We'll get some money, bro. We'll be back Monday with more picks, more cool. props. We'll pick Lombardi's brain more on the props. Break down the game some more. It's, it's Super Bowl Monday. Big week. Super, Super Monday, Monday, dude. Big week. It's a celebration week. Huge week. It's like a birthday, but a birth week of Lombardi's trophy. Hell yeah. Going somewhere. Hell or yeah. Or staying somewhere. I mean, come on. It's a big week. I can't believe we got here. Super Monday. They said Super we couldn't Monday. do it. They said we couldn't said do we it. said we couldn't do it. Everybody did. Doctors. And we said it takes all of us, and we understand that. Hey, Fatcher early said there's no way. He did. Yeah. Now you just wear 16 there's masks. A lot of you people do whatever you want, pal. There's a lot of people saying no way. I took receipts. They will be outed on Sunday. You, you did? I wish I did. That would be a good move by you. I know. Tony scorched earth. We'll be back Monday. Hammer. Done. Yeah.